February 21st, 2021, another edition Fantasy Football Pals podcast. Got a great show planned. Going to go into some huge news from this week and then break down the 2021 wide receiver free agents. Your host, Marty Kepler, Matt Bolden, Nick Lipper, Drew Gittins, and myself, Michael Chavi. Got the whole crew today. How are we doing, boys? How are we doing? What's up, everyone? Thank you. Thank you for that, Nick. Got all the dream? Another day in Paralyze, boys? Paralyze. 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 As Drew would say, that is the name of this week's episode. <laughs> Another day in Paralyze. <laughs> Another day in Paralyze. <laughs> all right. Well, like I said, got a great show planned. Got some huge news to break down. And I think without further ado, why don't we kick it off? Marty with the news. Bang. Good evening. Bang. So, first more, bit of news. There, Mark. We're going to we're going to start off with some rumors before we hit the the big the big news, the breaking news of this week. So, first bit of news is there's rumors of the Carolina Panthers clearing out some cap space to try and go after Deshaun Watson. Gentlemen, can I think, can I be the first one to say how electric that would be it to for like Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore? I mean, it, I don't think it's going to happen, but my heart. Oh, well, I think I think Christian McCaffrey would be gone if they bring in Deshaun. Oh, really? I I, I don't yeah. think he stays. In the rumors that I well, in heard, what sense they they pay, they just paid him a crazy contract? No, he would yeah. either be part of the deal or they trade him. Before there's no way there's no way they'd be able to have both. Really. Was that it, in the rumors? It was saying that it would be several first and Christian McCaffrey included in the trade to get the shot. Well, then I feel like there, wow. there's no merit to that. Then there's no way they would get rid of right? running backs. Don't win in the NFL, bro. Oh, I guess maybe you got to have a QB. I'm here for it. I agree, Michael. It would be way more electric if they kept Christian McCaffrey because that would just be Dude, stupidly unfair. DJ Moore but... would be so much fun to own in Dynasty. I would, I would give it all. I, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I would give it all at the at the, at the turn. <laughs> you, would, you would have everything. You could have it all. <laughs> wow, that would be so much fun. So what? What? Yeah. So say this happens, and you're drafting. If you're doing a dynasty startup, he's so young. After, what? What? Where you? Where, where would you allow yourself to take PJ Moore with Deshaun Watson? I think that's the good question. I think that's the, that's the question. You you just implied, Michael, but what? Where? Gun to your head, where are you taking him? He's not the first Mark, receiver off the board. This too. Like, I think Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill still get the nod. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm A.J. Brown truther. I, I honestly think it would be – he would have to be right, like, in that Diggs, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore category. Honestly, I think that Justin could be Jefferson. electric. Jefferson? Yeah. I think All that right. could be amazing. About lift, off, mind. Lift, lift off, folks. I think, I think it could be amazing. <laughs> we are on our sweet way. Drew, he's so young. He's 23. He yes. might as well be 21. <laughs> turn back, 23 is the new 21. Does that, mean we're, does that mean we're all 23 then? Yeah. I mean, technically. Uh, I I just don't – I don't know. That That feels, like, so high. <laughs> I believe he was the wide receiver 12 two years ago with was. Kyle Allen yep. as quarterback. He wasn't so, to me, with Deshaun Watson, 
Kyle Allen, mm-hmm. DJ Moore, you got to imagine it only gets better. At least, like, in terms of a wide receiver, he's a wide receiver one. Like, yeah, he, he's a wide receiver one. Easily. Yeah. Like, he already hit. He's, I mean, you could make the case saying he's, you know, a top 15 guy. So you're saying, range. based on what you're saying, yeah, that he should be going in the late, in the late, Late for so like pick ten through the second round, he should be off the board. Is what we're is, the, is, is, is how we're talking is what we're saying. I would him. say he'll never escape a third round. Well, no, no, I, I agree with that. I wouldn't let him take escape third yeah, round. But you know, what, what, I don't say? know. I mean, I'm looking at the rankings of the fantasy pro has right. He's he's wide receiver uh, fourteen, and there's there's a group above him in my opinion that he jumps automatically. Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Ceedee Lamb, Terry Terry McLaurin. I think he automatically jumps that yeah. those, those first five, and then you're well, entering those range that I just talked about. Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown. I mean, I guess there is guys like Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas that would maybe, you know, if, if you want a little more consistency, then they would get. But if you're going for young, boom, boom play, I don't know, man. I, I it's. Do you, so let's play this. Let's play this game. Stop me where you draft him. These are just the wide receivers that are. I'm, this is in order from Dynasty Pros. So you guys say stop. When you draft him, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Justin I Jeff- I Jefferson. Might say stop. Stop. Yeah, I might say stop at AJ Brown. I might take him over AJ Brown. I would take him over. I'm there. Justin Screw Jefferson. it. I'm there. <laughs> I, I would take him over Justin Jefferson. Who? I'm. I'm. Drew, yeah, let him be. Let him be. Drew, let him Jefferson. be. Wait, who's the guy after Justin? Jefferson? I mean, this is all speculation. Diggs. This is yeah. This is we're getting really deep down the rabbit hole here, boys. We can I we can have a whole segment on this if and when Deshaun gets traded. Good point. I I want to end <laughs> this segment with putting brakes on it all because I don't think it'll happen. So if anybody is listening, don't go out and and give the give the risk the farm. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't risk the farm for the man. I, I don't think. It'll In happen. case anyone missed the first part of this conversation, this is sure. only if Deshaun gets to the Carolina Panthers. Well, well, this, was, sure. this was as reckless as the AJ Dillon conversation, the crowning, <laughs> of, the crowning of DK Metcalf. <laughs> what else we got, Mart? <laughs> okay, so another rumor is Chris Carson. Likely not to re-sign with Seattle. Where do you guys think might be some potential landing spots? For I don't know a team that's going to pay him eight million dollars. I don't. I don't the see. The answer is no team him. is going to pay him eight million dollars. Um, I think that's going to be the question. I mean, I would love. There's there are some teams like I'd, I'd love to see him in San Francisco. A team like that. I mean, that, that seems pretty yeah. easy. Um. You could see him jumping ship to a team like Miami. I just again and again, like if someone if someone's going to pay him six million bucks, yeah, a team will pay him six million dollars, but no one's going to pay him a multi-year eight million dollar contract. I just don't see it. I think it's going to play out after the draft, and the teams that need a running back that aren't able to get one of the top, you know, four or five rookies in the second or third round, they'll probably end up jumping on him. But yeah, it's. All of those teams that do have need at running back will probably just draft one of these up and comers. So I don't think there's going to be a huge market yeah, for him. Pittsburgh would be fun too. That'd be a fun one. Pittsburgh would be really yeah. fun. That would be. Yeah, he would do well in Pittsburgh, I think. I, yeah, that would be electric. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. Uh, he is 27, or he's going to be 27, you know, this in September. So he's 26 mm. right now. 
Um, mm-hmm. Would a would a team like potentially uh, Atlanta Falcons maybe be able to to pay that and and um, get a known commodity uh, in their offense? I don't know. It's going to be the, yeah. the, the first, the first, the first domino to fall is Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is going to command the highest value of these free agent running backs and wherever he signs, he's going to be the first one to go. And then we kind of roll from there. Yeah. Which we should do for agent, uh, running backs maybe next week. That'd be, might be a good, uh, good thing. Yeah, for sure. You could have, at one point it was going to be the wild, it would have been the wildest show of all time. <laughs> before all those guys it, got signed. It can't, it still can be my son. <laughs> all right. All right. The final piece of news, the earth-shattering, groundbreaking news of the week, Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. Huzzah! Let's go, baby. Let's go. I'm stoked, boys. How are we feeling about this? Really? All I'm right. ignorantly hyped. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Nick, take it away then, my friend. <laughs> Run with it. Run with it. Please. I think that this could potentially end up being one of the moves of the decade. Like, I think Carson Wentz is an incredibly talented player who just got, I don't know, for whatever reason, it was just a snowball effect, man. It it started when Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, and it's just snowballed from there. Like, this <laughs> exactly. Carson Wentz did win the Super Bowl. Nick Foles did. I know, but dude, his first two years in the NFL, he was a stud. He was an MVP caliber player. Like the man can ball out. You saw it at the end of last season too. Like he is no scrub. This narrative that Carson Wentz is like bad and never really accomplished anything. While that's true in the sense of he's never won like you know playoff games, he has performed at a very high level multiple times, multiple years throughout his career. I think that the Colts culture, we talked about this, you know, on our own a couple of days ago. I love the Colts culture. I just have an affinity for the Colts that's completely unra- irrational. Like, I don't know why I like them as much as I do, but I just enjoy them as a franchise in general. I think they have a lot of stability. They have an incredibly talented roster, and he is no longer seen as – the end-all, be-all for this team, where he was in Philadelphia. He's going to come into the Colts culture. All he has to do is be a game manager, and the rest will take care of itself. If the Colts can get to the playoffs and compete in a playoff game like they did against the, the Ravens, right, in the first round Bills. with Phillip Rivers. It was the Bills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bills, sorry. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, even if Carson's only 75% of, you know, his full capacity of what he, he was in – you know, 2017 when he had that MVP caliber year, I think this is going to be electric, man. I love it for Pittman. I, I think Ty is going to have a pretty solid year. He's a little bit on the back burner. Um, Jonathan Taylor, I think, is going to benefit a lot going into year two, and I, I love it. I'm hyped, boys. Paris Campbell, don't forget about him. Paris Campbell. Don't forget about him. We talk about relevant fantasy players only. Hey, Matt. After this, uh, after the podcast, remember, uh, remind me. We need to go through the. The revisionist history of the Browns trading out of that second overall pick. No, please. <laughs> that reminds me. It's there's only so many things a man can do. It's gross. It's, it's 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 it. it hurt Get my back. soul. <laughs> yeah, it hurt a lot of souls. Uh, I'm no, so let me jump in. I'm with Nick. I may be not at the trade of the decade, but I have an affinity for the Colts. I also have an affinity for Carson Wentz. I was one of those guys in 2017 who owned him. And he delivered me to the promised land of a second place finish. 
I wanted to keep him forever and ever, and I've drafted him and owned him, and I was done with him, and now I'm right back on. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm excited to draft Carson Wentz for my fantasy team. Um, the reason being his best year was when Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator. So he's going to a familiar face, a yep. familiar system. I think he's going to tailor it directly to Carson Wentz, and I think it's going to be good. I mean, yes, I think this, the, uh, we, we need to worry about the receiving core a little bit. Um, I like Michael Pittman a lot. Uh, I don't think Michael Pittman is the end-all be-all right now, at least. Like going yeah. into this year, that's a receiving core that needs some work. T.Y. Hilton's a aging hamstring, and Michael Pittman's yeah. young, and Zach Pascal and Paris Campbell aren't scaring anybody. So that's something to monitor. I think if they had the weapons, we would be really. I mean, it would be. I, I'd be in the full Nick Lippert liftoff place. But I'm excited about it. Drew, Drew what, do you, what do you think real quickly on, on it before I so – I'm, um, I'm looking to try to get some quick stats here. I'm not finding exactly what – well, there, I guess there it is. Um, so one of the things that I have been concerned about – so twofold here. The first is that the offensive line for the Colts is going to be much better than the uh, Eagles was. The Eagles gave up 65 sacks last year. Uh, the next closest team was the Washington football team with 50. Um, Carson so, Wentz was, he's not, to, he he has some of the blame, but I agree. Their offensive line was, was off. So that was my second point. Carson Wentz holds the ball too long as well. So theoretically, if Carson Wentz gets into a system where it's ingrained into his head that he needs to get rid of the ball and he's playing behind a much better offensive line, that's that's the key to success for Carson Wentz is a better offensive line, a strong run game, and allowing him to play play action and then scramble a little bit and make plays with his feet. So if you think that can happen in Indianapolis, uh, I'm not convinced about his weapons in Indianapolis uh, mm-hmm. on the outside, especially. So I, I don't know. I think there's there's some really good. If you're a Carson Wentz owner, for instance, in Dynasty right now, this is this is cause for rejoicing. Um, this is the I think one of the best case scenarios that could have happened for him. He's uh, under a head coach that he's been successful with before. He's with a good offensive line. He has a good running game. These are, these are things to be really, really excited about. And also narratives that you can talk to your uh, dynasty league mates about. Um, if you want to move Carson Wentz, if you, if you're one of those people that think eh, this might be it, but this is, this is the time to move him. If you're going to move on, um, so for me, I, I think this is a good thing for Carson Wentz. Obviously, it's a good thing for him to change scenery, and I think there are reasons to be optimistic. Um, I'm not convinced all of his problems are fixable, um, but we'll just see how much a good offensive line will help with that. Yeah, yeah, Drew. I think that's a great point because um, you know when they won the Super Bowl, they had the most dominant offensive line in, in football, and and one of the top five most do- dominant defensive lines in football. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that he is going to a top five offensive line, it definitely helps him. And yeah, maybe we do see something like that. So it's interesting. Um, real quick, I have a bunch of questions. So let me ask them all. Ask them all. Um, real quick, do you think uh, Jalen Hurts will be a viable option in fantasy slash uh, real life uh, this year? Yes, no. He'll be a viable fantasy option. Okay. I think so. Think so. I, I I think he showed some things in this rookie year when he was the starter that. Like okay, that's let's the over under I saw was was twelve and a half games. Does he start twelve and a half games this year? Yes, no. yes. Okay, no. 
So if he starts all games, no. I, then he will be. Okay, so it's split. Why do you think he there, won't there start is a, all There games? is a place that the Eagles draft the quarterback on the first round. Yeah, they, I think they'll we draft have, the quarterback. We have to, we have, like, I'm not discredited. I'm not taking that off. That the seems so, but but you, so are you assuming he'll get hurt, or are you just saying he'll be so bad that they'll pull him off the field? I'm assuming they're going to draft a quarterback, and he's going to be the bridge for that new quarterback. Oh, you think they're going to draft five quarterback to ten first games. round this year? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't. I don't know if they're going to. Dra- I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback um, in the first round this year. But I do think they're going to bring in a guy like Marcus Mariota or someone like that to break to give competition, and they're going to sit Jalen Hurts on the bench for a couple weeks because he's not going to play well. But he will have games where he's a top ten fantasy quarterback just on his legs alone. Um, so it, it's interesting. Um, okay, do you think that the Colts wide receivers will be more viable last year with, than with Carson Wentz and Philip Rivers? Uh, it'll probably be pretty equal to me. Okay. Yeah. I, think I mean, we'll see if Michael Pittman takes a step up. That's going to be the question is a year okay. two. Is, is, can he be, can he develop, continue to develop in a year two? So, so this yeah, trade, th- this trade really fo- is, is really just a quarterback upgrade for both guys. You don't really see any other upgrades as far as uh, skilled players go. See, I'm like I said, it, the wide receivers go up a little bit. I, think. I mean, it's better than if it was if Jacoby Brissett was a quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent. But I'm saying Philip Rivers. We'll say, we'll say if, you know then Philip Rivers does. What is what? Did, how many how many yards does Philip Rivers throw for? It wasn't like a decent amount. Yeah, yeah he but, wasn't terrible. But who was playable on that? You know, I had T.Y. Hilton most of the year. He wasn't playable. Michael Pittman was playable at the end, barely. Um, hold, please. Hold, please. Hold, please. I think it, I, I, I think they all elevate slightly. I'm not sure any of them are going to be dominant, but you, I, I think Pittman could take a a jump to where he okay. is a viable flex, if not wide receiver too. Okay. Well, I think we'll kind of get into this in a little bit in the show, but like, I think they, they have the potential to go out and get someone. That too. Yeah, yeah, they will. I think yeah. Philip Rivers, <clears throat> forty-one hundred yards passing, twenty-four TDs, eleven touchdowns. I mean, I don't see. So Carson Wentz probably re- he yardage wise, yardage wise, he's not getting above that. I mean, I, that's yeah. about where you would hope for him to finish. Yeah, could he kind of over-index in the touchdown end? Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, yeah and, that'll, and that'll get you, and that'll get you a long way. But I, in terms of a yardage standpoint, <laughs> okay. I think that's so if we're gonna be. say that the wide receivers are gonna be similar, uh, this is almost you know we'll we'll just say that. So then, if the, both quarterbacks are getting an upgrade, where where do you draft these guys in dynasty startups? I'm guessing both of these guys will be your wide, will be your backup quarterbacks, right? Your quarterback. Um, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to go probably significantly higher than Carson Wentz is today. I think so too. Uh, Jalen so Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a guy that somebody in your league is going to take a take a stab at. Yes. Hundred um, percent, guys. Jalen Hurts is not a good NFL quarterback. Jalen, well, Jalen Hurts. You don't have to be a good NFL fine. quarterback to be a good fantasy quarterback. A thousand percent, Michael. Jalen Hurts. He's is not going to play enough, though. That's the point. Lamar no, they're, they're going to they're going to be bad, and they're going to be bad for a while. They they're going to try to. I mean, Jalen Hurts like played well last year, and he's going he's going in to be two in two games. My, no, in four games. Yeah, he played. He played okay. He played well in two games. He played okay in another two games. Okay, so here's here, here's what's so he going to make him be a decent fantasy quarterback. Over under, he rushes for more than 500 yards. Over, done. Over. Yep. If you if you if you're a quarterback that rushes for more than 500 yards, that's right. You are a sustainable fantasy yep. quarterback, and he will go. Someone in a league will say this could be a chance at glory. This could be 
I mean, he's not as fast and elusive as Lamar Jackson, but like yeah. th- those things, like people will have that. You are not getting Lamar Jackson in Carson Wentz. Yeah. He's going to be a long, there's going to be a long tradition or there has been a long tradition of quarterbacks who are much better fantasy options than they are yeah. actual NFL Correct. players. That's who Jalen Hurts is. Yeah. That's, that's I, so, so, there, you see, so Jalen Hurts has a much, has a higher chance to finish as a top 10 quarterback than Carson Wentz. Okay. So, 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 Car- so Jalen Hurts, the 12th quarterback off the board, would you scoff at that? Would you agree with that? What, where, where do you? I agree with him. Okay. I wouldn't do it, but I don't begrudge a man for taking. I it. think he would go okay. higher. In my opinion, he would go higher. I, I would Interesting. Him to go higher. Okay. Top twelve. Okay. Um, Carson Wentz, you're looking at a eighteen. Very late. You're you're looking at a fifteenth round pick. You're looking at a most backup people's backup homes. You know, if you just for need me, a guy to plug in. Yeah. My starter. My starter. Fifteenth okay. <laughs> round. All right. Interesting. That was good. That was, okay, that's good. All right. Interesting. That's that's a good conversation. All right, Marty. Is that it? That's all I had for the news. That's great, man. That's a great news. Segment. Marty with the news. Marty with the news. Awesome. Um, all right. Time to get into the meat of the show, predicting where these 2021 wide receiver free agents will land and why it's important to fantasy football is because if you're doing a startup league or if you're, you're in off-season dynasty trading, uh, where these guys go will help determine, um, you know, their fantasy values. And, and if you can predict uh, where these guys go, then you can get a, you know, a, a steal on them, right? So we'll be going through the top guys, predicting their landing spots, saying their ideal landing spots, um, and then saying if it's a good buy or not. So that's what we're going to do. But before we do that, let me plug the show, twitch.tv backslash fantasy football pals, live now on Sunday nights, 7 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time. We're also on Instagram at Pals Fantasy Football, talking dynasty offseason fantasy football news. Our personal dynasty league startup draft is coming up in three weeks, four weeks, four weeks. Wow, I think it's is it really? I, I think it's less than that. Wow, it's getting interesting. It's mid March, right? It'd be it's it's yeah it's March twentieth, so it's about a month from yesterday. We're getting into it now. So yeah, okay. we're doing all offseason talking dynasty fantasy football. Come hang out with us. Twitch.tv backslash fantasy football piles. Feel free to give us a follow there. And we'll get right into it. So I'm gonna list some names. Feel free to discuss. The first name on the board, Curtis Samuel, wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers X Factor. Finish as the wide receiver 24. Where does he go in this free agency? Feel free to take it away, Matt. I have him going to play with his former coach, Urban Meyer, with the mm. Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. To me, this makes sense. I mean, in terms of, I just, you need to, the way you need to utilize Curtis Samuel is, is more of that X factor kind of player. You're going to put him all over the place. He's not your perennial X wide receiver. He's a player that you might line up in the backfield. He's going to be in the slot. He's going to be out wide. You're, you're going to try to get him, you're going to try to get him involved in the screen game. Um, I think a coach like Urban Meyer knows how to utilize that. The only thing that's making me so- somewhat second guess this is I know, um, I know Lavisca Chenault in college was used somewhat similarly. So in case, unless they think he's that kind of, unless they think he's that guy already, but in terms of a bill, I know Lavisca Chenault's a bit larger of a human being that could yeah. it actually looks more of like a perimeter wide receiver. But uh, I, I think I think that's a match made in heaven, and I think this is actually going to be 
I, I think Curtis Samuel is a very underrated dynasty asset. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Didn't he finish? What did, what did he finish as his pass? Did he finished up 24, which is also his age. Wow. Yeah, 24 finishes a finish there. He's gonna, he'll get a nice little contract here, right? But I, I, I would assume he's going to sign upwards of six million, a four year, six million dollar contract, probably higher. That's probably, that's probably lowballing it. Um, he had 77 yards, 77 receptions for 851 yards and three yeah. receiving touchdowns. I think the nice thing about the landing spot of the Jags too is that they can, they have the cap room to pay him whatever. They can match any value that he gets. Um, mm-hmm. so if it really just comes down to the, to the fact that if Urban White Meyer wants him, and I agree with Matt, I think that he will want his old, his old guy because he knows how to use him, you know? Yep. No, I think it's, I, I think it's, uh, I think, I think it's perfect landing spot for him. For fantasy yeah. value too, as well. I think that's a great spot. Trevor Lawrence probably co- most likely yeah. coming in there. Coming into town. And yeah. I believe he, isn't uh Hewn Cole I believe he's a free agent. Fantasy relevant. Fantasy, fantasy relevant. Fantasy relevant. He had a couple weeks. Marty. Stop. All right. So Curtis Samuel, uh, would you be trying to maybe buy him in the next couple of weeks before Newt, where he signs, say, you know, March twentieth, I think, or nineteenth is the day that free agent starts signing? Uh, is yes, he, he was. He's he would yeah. he was he would have been on my list if we didn't if we weren't restarting the league. Interesting. So what, would, you, would you would you throw a second round pick or is that, is that yes? Right? Yep. I, I toss a second. Yeah, easy. And oh, I think that's the, the second round rookie draft. You mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Correct. yeah, yeah. This is, I think this is a really great point just generally for a lot of these guys, Michael. Um, so we're not repeating this over and over and over again. This, this, all these guys have a lot of like question marks around them right now, which I think is like artificially like sinking their value lower than it might otherwise be. Um, so if there's guys that you really believe on in this list, this is a really great time to go get them a couple weeks before free agency starts. You don't know where it's going to be. Um, trust the talent, go get your guy. Uh, and, I, this is this is as low as their value is going to get unless they sign with a terrible free agent spot. Yeah. Another, another disclaimer to Drew's disclaimer: there are two players on this that probably don't matter. Okay. But well, we'll go ahead. Go, All right. Go next, get your guy. The next your guy, guy on the list. The next guy on the list: Allen Robinson, wide receiver or previous wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. Uh, finished wide receiver nine in 2020 and wide receiver eight in 2019. So two top ten wide receiver finishes. PPR machine, Marty. Where does Allen Robinson? Where do you predict he ends up in 2021? I would love for him to go to Indianapolis because I believe we just. This is an ideal landing spot, or this is your prediction? My prediction is he probably is going to get franchise tag, Mm -hmm. which I hate to say because. (laughs) I feel like he's had underwhelming quarterback play his entire career. Blake yeah. Bortles, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles when he was kind of playing, you know, when they were going back and forth between him and Trubisky in Chicago. And he's still been able to produce um, and be a top 10 wide receiver. I think they can, I think they franchise tag him. He stays in Chicago, but I would love for the Indianapolis Colts to go sign him. Mm-hmm. And I think, they have the cap space, and I think they will do that. I think they'll go get a wide receiver. I do. Um, a, a big name, say him, maybe a Kenny Galladay type player. Whoa, that, whoa, Marty, slow how down. Do we, we're not, how do let's we, not jump ahead here. 
How do how, who where are we pulling where are we pulling this uh this no this number saying that they have cap space? Because they just inherited they just I mean I don't know if the, the Eagles are paying any bit of Carson Wentz's contract, but they they're inheriting a relatively large contract. Eagles um, are paying Eagle, a lot of it. Yeah, really. They're they're yeah. they have the high the largest dead cap hit of, in in NFL history. Yeah, they're they're Almost a dumpster fire. Thing. Honestly, yeah. let's, let's call the Philadelphia no, dumpster fire from now on. They, they're an <laughs> awful organization. They're the new Browns. Let's just let's just leave it there. Um, let's, not, let's not talk about them again. The rest of this podcast. Um, I like that. All right. So, so Drew, do you th- you think the uh, you think Allen Robinson gets franchise tag? Yes. Yes. Um, so I, I'm going to be uh, playing the character of the voice of reason uh here in on this podcast and i'm going to butt in at the end of everyone's fun and tell you that this player is going to get franchise tagged and this is the first time uh for this pod for this episode of this podcast that i will jump in and say i think there's a very strong possibility that alan robinson gets franchise tagged this offseason i uh all the reports that i've seen all the all the articles that i've read about it uh, say there's a very strong indication of him being back in uh chicago this year okay but it would be a lot more fun if he went somewhere else. So, yes. so the last question on Allen Robinson, then, um, and we Nick, Drew just talked about it. So, so Nick, he finished top ten the last two years. Mm-hmm. So his value, I would say, is probably out of that top ten range. Is you know, if you believe in the talent, you go trade for a guy and say, hey, if he goes to the Colts, he could be top five. If he gets franchise tag, hey, he's going to be top ten no matter what, and you got a top ten guy for for cheap. What do you what do you think? Oh yeah. If you're in need of a, a wide receiver one, or you're trying to add another wide receiver one to have a two of them, then you definitely need to go after this guy. He's been criminally underrated. I feel like for the past two years and all he's done is produce mm-hmm. with that subcar subpar quarterback play, like we alluded to earlier. So criminally yeah, I mean, underrated is accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah so, no, he, so he is a guy who you can get for a lot cheaper than these other top names. And who will more than likely produce as well, if not at a higher level than most. Would of you rather Nick have the um, Allen Robinson or say one of the higher end first round rookie picks, say like a Jamar Chase or something along those lines? Oh, I'd, uh, uh, we're talking dynasty. I'm assuming, right? Like all of this is focused on dynasty. So it uh, don't 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 do that, Nick. Just say Jamar Chase. Don't don't don't. No, no. <laughs> For every uh, for every Jordan or Justin Jefferson that we have, we also have, you know, the average NFL wide receiver who takes a couple years to develop. So, if you want that immediate production, and you're trying to get younger guys later on, then you know, go the Allen Robinson route first. But um, I don't know if you already have a staple wide receiver in your that you've drafted up to that point, then yeah, you can go do, with the younger you guys. But Allen Robinson, up, do you think you have to give up a top a top five pick to get him? No, I don't. But my, what I was doing there was making, showing everybody that the comp is there. So like, that's the value. I think that's the real life value of Allen Robinson. I think his perceived value is later in the first round or other players like that. So if you, I personally would rather have Allen Robinson than that higher pick, because I Mm -hmm. think Allen Robinson's floor is wide receiver 15. Yes. So if you're, if, if you're telling me I get wide receiver 15 at 25 or 27 years old, continue forward. And then that chance of it being even higher in a better system, mm-hmm. I'm all in on that. And yeah. if I can get, if I can trade a later first round pick for that, I'm all in. Wow. Yeah. That's, I like that, Drew. 
Are you com- are you comfortable from a fantasy perspective of having Allen Robinson as your wide receiver one? Uh, yeah. How good are my how yeah. good are my running backs? Well, they would they would they, I, yes. I would, you would have to make the assumption that it would be good because you would you would probably go running back running back in the if first you're, two. If you're trotting out like Derrick Henry and uh, you know Jonathan Taylor and Allen Robinson your wide receiver one, yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm, his I'm ADP, like, he's not a he's not a third round he's not a second round pick. No, he'll be a third no, round pick. And that's team. probably a product of his age more than anything, yeah. right? So, so no, he is, is going to be 28, right, at the start of this year. You season. know, if you get, yeah. say, for example, uh, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, and then even got a guy like Cam Akers, and you don't have to take Allen Robinson until, like, the third round. or You know what? I'm just, you know, throwing on names. But yeah, uh, you got to feel good about that, right? For you sure. Three yeah. top yeah. 15 running backs, and, and yeah, that's – yeah, again, you're you're feeling good if Allen Robinson is your wide receiver one if you got him in the third round yeah. or later. The, yeah, the well, turn. you're going to get him in the third round. I think that's right. The, the then, yeah. Yeah, fourth round. Turn, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, next guy on the list, Will Fuller, suspended last year. The end. Uh, some, some problems there going on. He did finish the season, a wide receiver 53 in 2020, and actually wide receiver 53 – in 2019, so you see where you know he's kind of lying, um, but he was extremely uh, productive last year. That when he did play and he wasn't suspended, wide receiver 12 weeks one through seven. Will Fuller played on the Houston Texans in 2020. Where does he play in 2021? Drew, tell us now. Uh, Houston, they franchise tag him. <laughs> I actually, I actually think you're so wrong here. I, I agree with Drew. But Matt, why is he wrong? Because he because he was a former first round pick that could have that they could have picked up his fifth year option and they didn't. That's why he's a free agent. This isn't a second round pick that's going into a free agent. This is a former first round pick that they said we are not picking up your fifth year option. They're not resigning him. It's done. So here's here's where you're at. If if you're keeping Deshaun Watson and trying to keep him happy, you bring back Will Fuller. That's what he said. Yes. Deshaun Watson so, has repeatedly said that. So I, that's why I'm with Drew. Yeah, so Will Fuller, and then just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. An average points per game last year in game. So that's games that they played in. Uh, he he was scoring over seventeen points for fa- uh, points per game, which was eighth best in football. Like he was a very, very, very productive wide receiver last year, and he was also extremely consistent um, before he got suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, in my estimation, I, I think he's a very good wide receiver, and how much of that is juice and how much of that is uh, a healthy <laughs> diet and taking care of your body, who knows? But I, I think he's a very good wide receiver. I think he's productive. I think him and Deshaun Watson have a really good relationship. So if you're the Texans and you want to bring Watson back, you go and franchise tag Will Fuller. And honestly, the Texans aren't going anywhere this year anyway. What are they going to spend that money on otherwise? Yeah. So for me, I, I think Will Fuller is back in Houston. I if Deshaun Watson leaves, does that change your opinion? Well, if no. Deshaun Watson leaves, I think it's a total burn everything down, and they let him walk. Wait, yeah. Drew, can I can I I want to comment on that because I think that's why Will Fuller is kind of a sneaky play here because if Deshaun Watson stays, it's going to be because they, you know, Will Fuller will stay as well. That, that's what I think. I think they're going to try to make Deshaun Watson happy by keeping Will Fuller because he's repeatedly said that he he wants to keep him. If they let Deshaun Watson walk. Then I think they let Will Fuller walk, and it's a so that's why I think he could be a sneaky play. He's wide receiver thirty-five right now in dynasty rankings. He just had a suspension, um, mm-hmm. and he, his future is unknown with an unknown quarterback. I think you could actually talk him down a lot, and I think you can probably get him for a late second-round pick. 
potentially. And and that could be an extremely uh, good play if the owner kind of soured on him towards the end of the year and is worried about who his quarterback is going to be. Um, because yeah. my prediction is good he's going to franchise tag him and Deshaun Watson will be throwing him the ball or he'll yep. go somewhere else and he'll be just fine for fantasy value. I'm going to go as far as to say, yeah. Michael, is my actual prediction is that Deshaun Watson is in Houston throwing Will Fuller the football next year. I think that's what's going to happen. So, yeah. You forget about his hamstring? Uh, I mean, he's he had, had, had a long. He's had a long time to rest it. But Matt, see, Matt, the thing is, is like I don't think we're saying that he's going to be the world beater. I think that he's just a sneaky play. You're saying he's sneaky yeah. value because yeah. people yeah. Okay. who have owned him are probably soured, might be nervous of the suspension and the hamstring and and who his quarterback is. And so he on this list, he could be a sneaky play of of top twenty value at least some weeks, and you can get him yeah. for a late second. Yeah. If I'm yeah, a competitor and I can throw a second at somebody and they trade me him, I'm in. Yep. But would you want would you want to do that and not knowing? So all what if he's on the Texans and Deshaun Watson's still gone? I well, that's what they're that, saying, Matt. Is that that, that option is not happening? It's a win-win. It sounds like because either yeah, he's on the Texans getting the ball thrown to him by Deshaun, or they're just going to clean house completely and he'll be on another team. There's, you know, I'm, there's, no with a better quarterback. there's no reason to pay Will Fuller if you're rebuilding. There's just no. I no I agree, but I'm saying is if if Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't if we're if we're sit, if we're all sitting here saying we expect Deshaun Watson to get traded in the next two weeks or three two or so three weeks before right right at the top or right before free agency, I don't see it happening. This is a trade to me that if it happens, it's going to happen in July. August. Like, this is not a trade that's happening right away. They don't want to trade him. If he forces their hand, if he truly forces their hand, it's not going to happen right away. Yes. Would it be Would it be more beneficial to them to do it beforehand? But if they're truly set on trying to, ma- trying to amend this relationship, then I don't expect him to be traded before the draft. It would be the smart move if they were to trade him to treat, trade him before the draft. So man, but what, I'm saying how does that I'm not sure. It Fuller, though? I mean, as far they as... could still, they could, they could, re- they could do, they could do as you said. Okay, we're going to franchise tag Will Fuller in hopes oh. to appease Deshaun Watson, and, and Deshaun shove. Watson still says, "Shove it, I'm out." Get, That's a good point. Me. And he's going to be, and it, it, you'll, but you'll figure that out in August. Like you're not going to have this. So there's risk. There's for sure risk. Yeah. yeah there's a there's a ton of there's still risk. Yeah. That's, that's which all. Will Fuller has always been a risky yeah, player in general. Yes. So this just adds to it. Which again just, may be able uh, may be a point to drive down his mm-hmm. you know his price. So 100%. I think it's a risk worth taking. It's a it's a very high risk, very high reward proposition. Yes, I, I think I, I think I more than anything was just trying to debunk, not debunk, but put caution to the idea of if he's in Houston, he will be getting the ball thrown to him from Deshaun Watson. That's like anyone know? Who, ta- I'm uh, saying don't take that to the bank. Yeah. Anyone know who's Houston's backup quarterback right now? I don't care for 100. It's uh, AJ McCarron. Perfect. So nice. if you want AJ McC- AJ McCarron throwing the ball, all time, they're not very good. They should. They, well, they don't have a first round pick draft a guy. Ayo. Okay. Um. The next guy. Well, if they trade, they trade Watson. They should be good. Marty, with the news is over. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So they could get a guy. I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Next guy was Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju, true villain of fantasy football people. I swear. Uh, Finished wide receiver 16 though, 2020, and wide receiver 63. Dun dun dun. 2019. 
free agent for the first time in his career. Nick, where does Juju TikTok Smith Schuster end up? <laughs> yeah, guys, I, I, I told you this before. I think he is a perfect fit for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, you know, he's got kind of the Hollywood vibe to him, similar to a former Steeler receiver did a couple years ago in Antonio Brown. He's proven that he can produce at a high level. Um, however, he needs, you know, some more complimentary pieces around him. And they have that in Las Vegas. They don't have a true alpha, but they have Henry Ruggs. They have that, um, what was the other rookie last Ryan year? Edwards. Edwards, yeah. Um, so they have complimentary pieces. Adding a guy like Juju into that mix, I think, would be really, really beneficial for their offense as a whole and for Derek Carr. And he's not going to drive the same high-level price that some of these other wide receivers, these other free agent wide receivers are going to um, demand because, like you said, Michael, he finished very, very low uh, last year in the overall wide receiver rankings. This year he bounced back a little bit but still wasn't elite. Granted, I think that was more a product of him having to share touches with Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool and – a general decline in Ben Roethlisberger's production. So I think it's he, he would be a immaculate fit in a place like Las Vegas, and I think they're going to pay him but not have to overpay for him, and it's just going to be a beautiful mesh in heaven. And I think he'll finish as good, if not better, than he did this year in 2021. Oh, why are we saying things? Okay, I'm writing it down. Thanks, Nick. I, I, I like I, – I, I don't like Juju, but I like. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's saying. So he'll be, he'll be renegades his way all yeah. the way through to Knoxville. <laughs> Can I throw another spot out there that I think would be better for Juju? Wait, but Drew, we can agree he's not getting franchised, though, right? Oh no! Yeah, you know he's gone. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the voice—the voice of reason has no, uh, nothing to say about this one. It would be dumb if they franchised him. Yeah, I, I think if he wants, I think he's a better fit on the Washington football team. Mm. Um, getting scary Terry, allowing, <laughs> allowing Terry to be the outside alpha, and Juju being that number two again, which is where he thrived in, at most in his career. I think to me, if they, the Washington football team is a wide receiver and a quarterback away from being a really dangerous football team. Um, and I think Juju is, would be fully capable of filling one of those gaps. What do you mean? They got their quarterback. What's his name? Hanky? Heineke. Heineke? Yeah. Michael, what do you think, man? You seem distressed. Well, no, I I just, Juju is a guy I would just, Okay, so I was looking at the list, right? And we're talking about, you know, the last question I've asked all of you guys is, would you, you know, trade trade for him? Or, you know, what would you throw out there? Juju is the one guy in this list that I, even if his price is probably not going down much because everyone knows he's getting a new team, right? So he's going to get an upgrade potentially. Um, I'm not willing to give a, a top-tier first-round pick for, for Juju. There's no chance. No. No, no, I don't and think that, that's what is. his that's what his value is. I mean, he finished wide yeah, receiver sixteen, and he's getting an upgrade. Everyone knows, like you just said, he's people are predicting he's getting an upgrade in his situation. So you're looking at at least top wide receiver fifteen, if not more, because they saw what he did when he was a you know rookie or whatever. Um, yeah, I just don't. know. Juju I, is definitely a hold for sure. If you have him, I wouldn't sell him because you're not going to get I'm enough value to what he could. There's no yeah. chance. That's what I'm saying. Nobody is oh. going to give you. 
the value that he demands, like you just said, Michael. But at the same time, it's not like you have any reason to get rid of him. So if you have yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster, just hang on to him, and I, I think it's gonna you're going to like what's going to happen. Matt, are you buying? Are you buying shares of Juju? I am. Uh, I, I knew you would. You're, you're such a <laughs> – you always do things like that. <laughs> Yeah. So Matt, what would you what would you be giving up for him? Say for example, if we're still, you know, uh would you would you be willing to give up a fifth overall pick in the dynasty, in the rookie draft? It'd be hard. It depends on where your team's at. Mm-hmm. It's a lo- it's a loaded question. Okay. Um I in in, in okay, in, in in podcast terms, yes. Yeah. That's what well, that's what we're doing right we now. We are doing a podcast. Yep. Yes, I would do it. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. So, Nick, so, Nick, would you, so, 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 Nick, now that Matt said yes, are we, you, are we live? There again, Michael. Would you, would you give up the fifth overall pick in Dynasty in Dynasty rookie drafts for, for no, yeah. no, absolutely not. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'll, 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 I'll die on that hill. Yeah, you can die on the hill. Okay, interesting. That's, that's good. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next guy on the list, Chris Godwin, Super Bowl champ, Chris Godwin. Mind you, Bang. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wide receiver, he finished wide receiver 31, 2020, Bang. sad whistle noise. But wide receiver two in 2019, ah, people forgot, man, how good this guy can be. <laughs> Where does he end mm-hmm. up? Marty, go ahead before I take it to Drew so he can tell us he's going to get franchise tagged. Where does Chris Godwin <laughs> end up? <laughs> I can see him going to the Jets. <laughs> But realistically, he's probably going to get franchised. <laughs> no, buddy, the Jets. T- talk it out. Let's, the Jets. Let's, I, I like it. I think <laughs> the Jets have a lot of – they do have a lot of issues. I mean, but I think they got rid of their big issue in Adam Gase. <laughs> That's their biggest issue. Yep. They fixed that problem. So now they're going to start building. And I think Chris Godwin – is an elite talent at wide receiver. Um, and they still have a young quarterback in Aaron, uh, Sam Darnold, which, I mean, I still think they're going to draft a quarterback anyways. But I think they, they're going to want, like, a good, talented wide receiver for them to throw the ball to. So I think I say the Jets. Drew told me they're getting franchised. So. Uh, what's that line? Not so fast, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he'll be, I think he'll be franchise tagged. Uh, there's audio of um, Bruce Arians talking to him after the Super Bowl saying, oh, you're yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is a, a book it. He's back in, in uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I, and I'm pretty sure Mike Evans said he's like, he's willing to take a pay cut to keep that. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I heard that. You know, it, it's it's kind of frustrating because another guy on the list, like I, I believe in the Chris Godwin talent, uh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I was all in last off season. I had him in the top five uh, wide receivers. Yeah. Didn't pan out that way, obviously, but I believe in the talent. It's it's absolutely the, yeah. he's the whole package as far as a receiver goes. Um, and and it stinks because I, I don't know if there's a way for him to get back to that wide receiver too, uh, just with no, Mike Evans, Antonio not. Brown, and so it, it's kind of frustrating. Uh, you know, his as far as his his uh, being able to trade for him. I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think would, would take to trade for Chris Godwin? Uh, right now in in the Dynasty rankings, Fantasy Pros, they have him as wide receiver 12, sandwiched in between CeeDee Lamb, which is crazy, uh, but Al Robinson. That is crazy high. 
Well, well that's another another show. Uh, but Allen Robinson at thirteen. So so wide receiver twelve. I mean, it's tough. Do you do you take a risk on a guy like that for the talent purely knowing that he's going to get franchise tagged? If I legitimately thought he was going to get traded, I would be selling the house for him. However, he probably will not. And due to what you just kind of laid out there, Michael, due to the fact that Tom Brady is going to be 44 years old next year. I know he's defied father time up until now, but he's going to be 44 years old. Antonio Brown's there. Gronk's there. Mike Evans is there. He has a very, very hard ceiling to his fantasy production so long as he stays in Tampa Bay. And I, yeah, I, I would not be comfortable giving up much more than a, uh, probably a second round rookie pick, to be honest. I just don't think he's going to be able to, even getting wide receiver one production, I think is going to be very difficult for him this year. So Matt, per, per- Correct me if I'm wrong, but if your franchise tag is a player, right, next next offseason he's back on the market, correct? Is that is that wrong? Yeah, you can get the franchise tag again. So, yes, so is... you know, Tom Brady is going to be 44 right next year. Um, and in my opinion, they had kind of a two-year window here. Uh, I mean, that's just me. But maybe Tom Brady will play correct. close 50. Who knows? Uh, is there a world maybe where we assume he's going to get franchise tagged? Chris mm-hmm. Godwin is still extremely young, and maybe next season – uh, he could be a potentially good buy for the potential next next offseason where he goes somewhere else when I think out of that window. I mean, I think even if he's on Tampa Bay, he's going to be. I, I he was he was what, what was his stat line this past year? I mean, I, I, mean, I said he's, he was finished as the wide receiver thirty one, even though he missed some games. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think this one. I I I I kind of peg this season for Chris Godwin much more as an injury play compared to too many mouths to feed. Um. I'm all aboard that I think the, he's probably going to be a top 15 wide receiver. Like, I'm, I'm there. Mike Evans can be too. You know, it's one, one could be a touchdown hawk, one could be a yardage hawk. I'm, I, I think, I still think, I mean, I think you're getting a good player for this year and next year. I wouldn't, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm buying Chris Godwin right now to buy, to have Chris Godwin, not because, okay, well, maybe he'll get, he'll get a franchise tag, see what the Bucks do, and then, Next year he moves on. I just think he's a good player, and I want I would like him on my fantasy team. Yeah. Bucks or no, Bucks or no Bucks. So, so Matt, since you said buy last, you guys, who would you rather buy then, Juju or Chris Godwin? You have you can only buy one. Who would you rather buy uh, in Dynasty? Like not even this next year, or whatever in Dynasty next ten years. Who would you rather buy? It's hard. Um, just for fun, they were both in the same draft class. Drafted it, drafted it in the second round. We had. Chris Godwin's career stat total is 244 receptions, 3,500 yards, and 24 touchdowns. Juju has 308 receptions for 3,700 yards and 26 touchdowns. So Juju, through four years, has had a better career, which is just which is shocking because I think more. I guess I guess more than anything, we're all, the the industry, the fantasy community is. Riding, still riding on that high of that second year breakout, and being yeah. the, the second year break, the third year breakout third is year breakout, a yeah. yeah, the third the third year breakout is finishing as wide receiver two. Granted, I believe Juju in year two finished as the top eight. I think he was eight, That's something yeah. like that. It was like seven. It was like seven eight nine, something like that. Um, All right, Matt, you got to buy one. I think. Uh, All right, Drew, you got to buy one. Juju. <laughs> All right, done. I'll take the Godwin side of that. Nick, you got to buy one. Um, Juju, is this? Godwin. Are we talking this year or indefinitely? Dynasty. Or, or, Dynasty. Dynasty. 
God. Marty, you got to buy one. Godwin. Marty? All about Godwin. Godwin, yeah. Yeah, I think Eileen Godwin as well. I think Juju's going to be better this next year, but Godwin will be better five years from now. Over the next five years. I just, I just believe in the talent so much. All right. Next guy, also on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antonio Brown, Super Bowl champion Antonio Brown, future Hall of Famer, finished weeks 12 through 17 as a wide receiver 22. Very interesting. Wide receiver 22, weeks 12 through 17. Um, Obviously, he didn't play the first half of the season. You know, some problems. You know, whatever. Um, franchise tagged, right? Or no, not for, he's not. Uh, what, what happens? He, gets, he goes back, Buccaneers? What, One what year, $2 million. He'll sign a veteran. $4 million yeah. in incentives. Done. Yeah. Veteran. Going back to Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. No he's dumb to leave. Want. It's the best situation for him. They, they, they want him. He's He's not – that guy anymore. If he if he didn't do the had the antics that he had, he perhaps still could have been in that wildly top receiver um, conversation. Yeah. But that's not the case anymore. And play yeah. where you're going to play to win on a team that wants you with the with, an all, with the greatest quarterback of all time that wants you. So no. so is anyone is anyone buying state stocks of Antonio Brown? I, I honestly think probably a little, little overpriced, especially his Super Bowl touchdown. Um, yeah, people would probably people probably picked him up on the on the waiver. For a oh, couple yeah. dollars, I know I did. And honestly, if I still owned him, I would demand a second round pick. I would absolutely demand an, early, wouldn't, an early wouldn't second give, round pick. I wouldn't give an early second. Yeah, round. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't give a second round pick for him. Period. Yeah. We talked a lot earlier in the show about how Will Fuller is a is a wild card. Yeah. Um, I feel like Antonio Brown is the ultimate wild card in this class, uh, this free agency class, because if Chris Godwin leaves. He becomes really interesting all of a sudden because now he's the number two in that wide receiver or that wide receiving room as opposed to number three. Um, so for me, that that becomes much more interesting. Now I, I'm not super interested in the whatever wide receiver three, wide receiver four with Scotty Miller, whatever he ends up being in Tampa Bay. So I also wouldn't give up a sec early second. But um, if you're if you really want to take that wild card, um, for me. He's a hold. Yeah, it's true. It's interesting you compare the two. So uh, yeah, I think I agree. I think Will Fuller and Antonio Brown are the two wild cards on this whole list. Um, it's a pretty unanimous. You would rather buy Will Fuller than, than Antonio Brown, right? We all agree. Oh with yeah, hundred percent. Nick, no matter where, if Nick Fuller, if, if Nick, if Will Fuller plays, he's likely going to be the wide receiver one or wide receiver two at the very worst. Mm -hmm. um, if Antonio Brown plays, it's possible he's the wide receiver four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, getting down to the weeds now. T.Y. Hilton, old as time itself, played for the Indianapolis Colts. Fantasy in the... relevant only. <laughs> played in the Indianapolis Colts last season, and actually weeks 12 through 17, he was the wide receiver 11. Fantasy relevant. Oh. Wide receiver 42. That is relevant. Yeah, Nick. He finished wide receiver 42 the whole <laughs> season. Uh, I owned him. I dropped him week 10, if that tells you anything. I did not enjoy <laughs> the, the spoils of a top 12 guy. Um, I don't know. Um, Nick, what do you Did think? anyone pick him up after you dropped him? I, a large. I know. No one did. Uh, Nick, a large contributor to the Chipotle Bowl Bowl final stretch. Nick, what do you do with T.Y. Hilton or where does he go? Where, where do you, What do you think? 
Oh man, he's been injury prone in the last couple of years. He's obviously an older player. Um, but Carson Wentz is now in town. I think that elevates all of the receivers in the room. I think though this year is going to be the year where he stops being the alpha on that team, whether that's due to the rise of Michael Pittman or due to the fact that they might bring in another guy. Um, regardless, I think he's going to be the second option on that team at best. And yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't love it, man. I, uh, but I, I honestly wouldn't try and go out and, and buy him for anything unless it's like something stupid cheap, you know, like some auction dollars or a late third round pick, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think his, his value is a third round pick. Would you, I mean, would anybody even be willing? To, I, I don't think I would. I would just pass, but third round pick, would you guys throw a, throw a dart on the board for QIL? Oh, yeah. It depends on your team. I would. I'd do a late, I'd do a third round pick. Yeah, if I was saying if I was competing and needed someone to fill in some gaps every once in a while, I'd say it's yeah, I mean, not he's, out of the question. Like okay. Well, I mean, the reason I asked is because last year I, I gave a third round pick for T. Y. Hilton, and that third round pick became Chase Claypool. Um, and you know, in well, my, that's in, that's in my face. That's, um, that's that's a tough build. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just putting this in context: what these picks can be, you know. An early right. third round pick in our league, at least, has been. Would you would you Brandon rather have Ty? Would you rather have Ty Hilton or Zach Moss? Has been Brandon Ayuk. Has been um, Antonio Gibson. Has been Chase Claypool. Uh, has been Debo Samuel. So, uh, in my opinion, I, I'm not giving up anything for for Ty Hilton. I'm just gonna wait for someone to drop him in week six and pick him up for a dollar. Can I throw out another uh, a landing spot? Yeah, sure. So we've made we've we've made it through this whole podcast, all hundred or um, all one hour so far, uh, without mentioning the Green Bay Packers one time. Um, and T old T Y Hilton feels like the <laughs> feels like the the exact type of underwhelming signing. Yeah, that would be appropriate for the Green Bay Packers in their attempt to make Aaron Rodgers feel better about his wide receiving core. T.Y. Hilton is the the number two wide receiver in Green Bay. All of a sudden, (laughs) all of a sudden feels pretty decent. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. I don't hate it. Um, And and I think, Drew, that's actually a good segue um, for this next guy. We are about an hour in twitch.tv backslash fantasy football pals live every Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, next guy, Corey Davis. And I think all of us have kind of pegged Corey Davis, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans in 2020, finished the season as wide receiver 30. The year before, finished wide receiver 63. Um, kind of a late bloomer, if you will. Um, pretty fantasy relevant, I would say, this past year. And I think we all have Corey Davis going different places. Um, personally, I think he could fit great on the Green Bay Packers. Um, I think he's a guy that has uh, not been able to be the wide receiver one on a team and has blossomed kind of an A.J. Brown being that guy. Um, and he has kind of high draft capital where the ownership of Green Bay could say, hey, guess what? We got you a first-round wide receiver. You know, now we don't have to draft a guy type, you know, type deal. You know, they just drafted Jordan Love. Um, so I think actually Corey Davis could fit perfectly on the Green Bay Packers, but I know a lot of you guys have different opinions on where he where he ends up. Um, I like it. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I actually I kind of agree with that because, like you said, they've been <laughs> Matt with this hat. Um, I think 
like you said, they want they're gonna go get a wide receiver, but and then they'll say, Hey Aaron, we got you a former first round wide receiver, even though he hasn't played like one throughout his entire career. Granted he did start coming along this last year. But that way it'll be cheaper for them to say, Hey, look what we did for you. Yeah. Even though it doesn't feel that great, but yeah, and I think that's just to Drew's point. I think that, you know, it's underwhelming. It's an underwhelming signing that kind of like they can put a, a narrative on it and say, hey, we got you a first-round guy type deal. Why do they hate Aaron Rodgers so much? I don't know. Matt, so, Matt, like, I know why? you think that Corey Davis is going to go to the Cleveland Browns. Do you, do you stand by that? Do you I actually do not. They're, they're, they're after after re, after <laughs> okay. looking through PFF's top free agents and how many potential defensive options there are, I will, I'm, not, I'm no longer a – proponent yeah. of the Cleveland Browns signing Corey Davis. Also, how many wide receiver twos can fit in one wide receiver room yeah. for the Cleveland Browns? Please stop. They're all wide receiver ones. So, so wait, so do we all agree? Do we, do we all agree that Corey Davis is going to go to the Green Bay Packers? Is that... I'll throw out another spot. Sure, Drew, yes. Um, do that. I've, been reading, I've been reading about um, Corey Davis to the Arizona Cardinals um, as a poten- another potential option. That could be um, fun. Yeah, where he would be the se- where he'd be the second option, obviously behind Nuke. No, um, Christian Kirk. Well, second. Um, <laughs> Still second. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I was gonna say that Chris, Christian Kirk, and there are some other wide receivers there as well that have been kind of hit or miss so far. Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella. Yeah, yeah real. Uh, really. Just Larry just Legend, man. No, man, Christian Kirk, I'm all in on him this year. I want to say it live. Yeah. I'm all in on He'll be really Kirk solid wide receiver three for them. Uh, she's going to be Michael and I are going to fight to the death over Darnell Mooney and Christian Kirk. <laughs> Me and Matt are going to fight to the death over, over Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, and Darnell Mooney in our <laughs> to the death. <laughs> And uh, oh boy, oh boy, there'll be, there'll, there'll be friendships that need to be mended by the time this was all said and done. Uh, all right, so Corey Davis, uh, Packers, uh, we all can all agree that he's not going to go back to the Tennessee Titans. Is that right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can so throw, got, I'll throw, I'll throw again throw another one of those instances where he was a he was a first so, round pick. So and 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 just to yeah, go I'm back, sure talk about AJ Brown because I know I've talked a lot about him and saying he could be the potential wide receiver one. Um, the wide receiver one. I mean, he had no knees. He had no knees last year, and now <laughs> Corey Davis is leaving. I mean, he he's shown he can be an ex, you know, an ex uh, wide receiver. He can be that guy. Um, so Corey Davis leaving only boosts his um, his value, in my opinion. So true. Did he know he didn't have one knee last season? I heard he didn't have two. Not um, one. He didn't have not two, but not two either. <laughs> All right, Drew, what's your last point before we move on to the last guy? Um, I'll, I'll hold off for the the last that okay. point. Then, if we have one more guy, I'll I'll say at the end. Okay, last guy in the list. We're over an hour, so let's make it short. Let's make it sweet, and let's make it smooth. Kenny Galladay, <clears throat> wide receiver <throat> last year for the Detroit Lions in 2020, finished as the wide receiver 103, 103, zero in the middle. 103. <laughs> uh, a lot of injuries. He barely played. Um, but in 2019, he was the wide receiver nine. He has shown he can be top 10 potential wide receiver one type guy. Um, I don't know, Drew. Drew, let's start with you first. Is he going to get franchise tag in your opinion? Yes. Yes, yes. I disagree. Yeah. Matt, where does Kenny Galladay end up? I have him replacing – 
Allen Robinson the for the Chicago Bears. As do I. That's where I have him writing as well. That is the um, that is my. I think that would be fun. A division rival. So do you mean? Do, so do you mean? He's a free agent. He's a free, he's a free agent, Marty. He's not getting traded there. I know. So you mean that just their wide receiver too? After Allen Robinson gets franchise tag. No, uh, this is this is saying if they were to sign Kenny Galladay, this now means that Allen Robinson is sure going on to career. I guess yeah. I guess this would be a dominoes type falling type deal. It would have to be Allen yeah. Robinson leaving. Kenny Galladay going, you know what I mean? So if Al Robinson were to stay, then I guess it's it's a mute. The flip side of this is that Marvin Jones is also gone. So then that's that that's that would be them literally getting rid of their entire wide receiving core. And if you if you are Detroit and you have this this excellent wide receiver who's been hurt, I don't understand what the downside is of franchising him giving your new quarterback somebody to throw to and seeing what you actually have and whether or not he's worth extending. I, I yeah. think there is some concern with Kenny Galladay potentially holding out in a sense where if they don't, mm-hmm. he wants a contract. The man, the man has shown last year he wants a contract. And I think sure. that was some part of the reason why he didn't play some weeks. I don't know. I think there is, there is a lot of stuff in my opinion of kind of just how last year played out there's some some relationships that got broken in in that mm. in in Detroit is with with Kenny Galladay in the front office and, and things like that. I don't know. I really don't think he's gonna he's gonna come back. In my opinion, I really really don't see him. Kenny Galladay is also relatively old for his age. He's twenty six. He's as old as Allen Robinson. He's old for his age, huh? Well, it's, I mean, it's for his I for his age. <laughs> he feels young. You know, he feels young, but he's he's the same age as Allen Robinson, which he's, he's, a, he's what Terry McLaurin's going to be in two years. Yeah, it, it's it's extremely interesting. Um, and right now, he's I wide think... receiver nineteen in, in dynasty rankings, sandwiched between T. Higgins and Deontay Johnson. I'm taking him over both those guys, um, mm-hmm. and I would probably take him over Mike Evans as well. Wow! 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 I'm not there. Wow! Whoa! I'm not there at all. Really? Yep. Marty, would you take no. over Mike Evans? No. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I think I would. In <laughs> hopes that he goes to a new team. Yeah, I think I would. I'm in a place that I think I'd take T. Higgins over him. Yeah, I like T. Higgins. <laughs> yeah. Did I say I that? would take T. Higgins over him for sure. You're right. I would take T. Higgins over him too. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll take a 22-year-old T. Higgins yeah. over a 27-year-old. I'm, I'm all in on T. Higgins. Wow. All right. I can't believe you. I can't believe you said that. Yeah. That was, that, that was I, pretty I wild. Apologize part. To the viewers. I apologize. All right. Um, all okay, Mike so- Evans has. All Mike Evans has done has had a thousand yards, thousand yards in every season he's ever. Played. But it's got to stop eventually. Yeah. No, it doesn't. We care about Kenny. Yeah. Okay. A thousand yards every single season, but we're over here saying Kenny Gallon is the truth. No. All right. He had thirteen no. touchdowns last year. Exactly. Mike right. Evans. Last. Oh, last point on the last point. Last free agent. Are you buying Kenny Galladay stocks? Um, yes or no? You're going to probably give up Based at least up. the first for him. Uh, are, you, uh, are you buying stocks? I thought you were talking about like his ADP and and, redra- and dynasty redraft. No, that- his dynasty ADP redraft. I think I'm a buy- I'm a buyer. Okay, so you you see yeah. him, you see him above. I would buy him at 19. his current ADP. Okay, are you yeah. buying him in in off season trading? Are you going to give up a first round pick? Yeah. Or uh, I think first. I think right now you can Wait try first. Get them cheaper too. I mean, I, no one's. Like, you're not getting a second. No one's going to give you. A no, 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 no. I'm saying like a late first and a player. That's where. That's where Kenny. To me, that's where. Yeah. Kenny okay, for a late first. Yeah. Yes, I would. Okay. In anticipation that he goes to a new team, or even if he stays in Detroit with 
uh, Garf throwing him the ball. Yeah. Gear, gear. Oh. <laughs> and I, uh, I have one more point to make, Michael. Sure, and uh, I, I'm, I'm doing this only because I want to leave everyone with a bad taste in their mouth. Uh, there is one team out there that is looking for wide receiver talent that any one of these players could end up on, and it's the New England Patriots. <laughs> I feel like the New York Giants is a sleeping team. We yes, really talk much it is. About. The New York Giants is a sleeping yeah. team. Yeah, I agree. But the, Patri- but the Patriots in particular have no quarterback and no offense to speak of. Last year, their wide yeah. receivers caught a combined four touchdowns. Um, yeah. That is the that That's that is Kelly Gallaudet. Kenny Kelly Kelly. Whoa, Kenny Gallaudet had last year. Was Kelly. I mean, yeah, but Kenny Gallaudet also didn't play. Uh, I, he was if injured. I, I've had my people look at the stats, and a, a New England Patriots trotted out a wide receiver in every game, um, <laughs> and they they had only four touchdowns. Um, yeah, now I don't awful. expect Cam Newton Cam, to be back. Cam Newton's also, shoulder was broken. It's a death yeah, he played on. No, he played a, on no shoulders. Playing. In the I, I just Patriots for me that is, is that's the absolute worst case scenario. Yep. That's the uh, the triple like the yep. no thank you. I'm all the way out. Uh, so that's that's the absolute worst for any of these players. Is you trade high on one of these guys or trade buy into these guys' stocks and then they sign in New England. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matthew all. Stafford, who played okay. in Detroit, didn't even want to go to New so, England. So, so real quick, I think that's a good uh, question to end the show on. Uh, of the list, I'll repeat them real quick. Uh, are there any guys on the list that you would think are, would be would sign on the New England Patriots, number one, and I think one guy on the list that would sign with the New York Giants? Because I know – there's been a lot of talks that they've been interested in wide receiver help as well. So again, the list is Curtis Samuel, Allen Robinson, Will Fuller, Juju, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Corey Davis, Kenny Galladay, one guy to the Patriots, one guy to the Giants. Who is that guy? I could see Godwin being one of the guys because having just won a Super Bowl, he's probably the least likely to go ring chasing and probably just you know, the most likely to take as much money as he can get. So if either of those teams offered him a multi-year, you know, super deal, I, I can see him being one of them. I, yeah. I would Samuel, Samuel, for me, is the guy that I can see on the Patriots. That feels like it fits to me. Yep, I agree. I would say mine's uh, mine's Kenny Galladay to the Giants. Granted, I'm that would, not – I'm not 100% sure what their cap situations look like. I'm, this is This is very um, – yeah, off the cuff in terms of me just trying to make an assumption that since Daniel Jones is on his rookie contract, that they probably have a little bit of money to play with. And I think Kenny Galladay is going to credit if they allow him to leave was, is going to, is going to want to go to, is, will go to the team that's going to offer him the most. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, Allen Robinson is, this is already post Allen Robinson's second contract at 27. So he did the rookie deal he did the second year, like the nice, like the, the good, nice market value contract. And now he's going to, but I, I mean, he's going to get paid well. And I'm, no one's not going to, no one's not going to like not take a team friendly deal to go win in, in, in these players, like other than AB and T.Y. Hilton, but they're way far past their prime. But Kenny Galladay being 27 coming off of his first, like going into his first large contract, I believe he's going to be a player that's going to be looking for the bag over the situation. 
And that's where I see. That's why I'm, I'm assuming that the New York Giants have a little, a little bit of money to play with. I think the the, the name actually that pops out to me, and I don't really know why, uh, is actually T.Y. Hilton. I, I know he's older, and so he would should stay on the Colts for a ring potential and things like that, if you think Carson Wentz is the truth. Um, but I don't know. I think there's a – in my mind, I could see T.Y. Hilton being wanting to go play with uh, Bill Belichick or um, – just wanting to go get some money before he retires in the Giants. I don't know. I, I could see T.Y. T- Hilton being that guy on the list that, that kind of throws things off just because I really can't peg uh, what he's going to do. So, Especially if the Colts go, go out and get another guy. Um, he could be a, a dude that, that goes somewhere else and is not fantasy relevant ever again. Um, I would like to retract my statement. The New York Giants have $900,000 in cap space. No, I was, yeah, I was about to say. So, wow. Um, yeah, yeah, Matt. But oh, just, their team is so bad, Matt. Just because just <laughs> I don't understand. I'm, I'm I'm pretty unsure as to who are they happened. paying, Matt. Just because they don't have cash space. I mean, you there's GMs that you can reorganize and and cut people and and yeah. sign someone like T. Y. Hilton is not going to uh, garner a huge cap space. So oh sure, cap um, space at this point in the off season means it, little to nothing. It, it doesn't mean much. I mean, I, obviously, if you're the the Eagles and you have a 38 oh. million dead cap hit, that means something. But 900 having 900 thousand dollars is doesn't mean a whole bunch because there's a lot of stuff to happen. What the heck are they paying? All right, Matt, yeah. figure it out after the podcast. Who are they paying? Man? Because we are signing off, fantasy football pals, twitch.tv backslash fantasy football pals live every Sunday. I said 6 p.m. I said 7 p.m. when I plugged us throughout the show. I don't even know. 6 p.m. Sunday. Be here. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Um, give us a follow on Instagram at Pals Fantasy Football. And I'm sure you're, you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast. If you made it this far, we appreciate you. And we will see you next we time. We love you. Marty, send us out, my friend. 